been robbed and ripped off. Actually, Luann has been, Drake. Luann. Uh, what is the deal with you and your filled pastries these days? Look at it. I have not had a bite of lemon yet, and I finally got to it. Look at where I'm at with my donut. This is how much filling is in this donut. Luann needs to go back and take this donut back. Very nice of her to bring me a lemon-filled donut. I love a good lemon-filled donut. But it has to be filled with lemon filling, okay? Wow. Have you watched uh, Marvelous Miss Maisel? Because you sound just like uh, Moisha right now. I have not. Yeah. Uh, this character sounds brilliant if I sound like them. That's uh, sounds yeah, like. That, that's one way to... He's also... Uh, he's got uh, pants-free days to where he just works from home and doesn't wear pants at all. So that sounds just like you. That's every day in the studio when I'm the only one That's here. Right. So, oh, you would agree that is not enough lemon filling, lemon filling for a lemon donut, right? Sure. Yeah. yeah. Don't say sure and act like I'm being crazy here. No, I, it's I'm one I'm little just, drop of lemon. I'm just observing you complaining about a free donut. It's a delicious. Mm-hmm. It would be more delicious if it actually had the lemon filling. Last we left our superhero in his mystery, we knew he was on a 710 Southwest flight headed somewhere. Due to my brilliance and my uh, elite detective skills, uh-huh. I figured out that flight was to Phoenix, Arizona. Uh-huh. Due to the rest of the kids in the Scooby van, Shaggy and the guys reminded me he's on a second flight. Mm-hmm. Which would require me to listen to the show, and I had no idea. I don't pay attention yeah, to half yeah, of what yeah, Toby's yeah. saying. Mm-hmm. What? So now the mystery is, where is the second flight to? We know they are headed to an event that the older boys would have never agreed to and would have never done on a vacation. Which tells me, Toby <laughs> Rowland... Sorry, somebody on the text line just said if you eat a lemon-filled donut, you are old. Why is that old? I don't know. I think it tracks with you, though. I mean, that, would, that, would that go for any filled donut? Mm. I love lemon meringue pie, lemon uh, donuts. I like lemon-flavored stuff. Um, why, why would that make someone old? Don't play along with the texter. You don't even agree with that. (laughs) That's a ridiculous statement. Uh, TJ, what do you want for your uh, 75th birthday cake? 
All I want is a lemon-filled donut. That's all I need. I would probably choose cookies. I'm more of a cookie man than a cake man. Mm-hmm. So uh, give me a good chocolate chip cookie, and I'm happy. <laughs> now, that might be an old statement. <laughs> uh, anyway. Anyways, back to your detective Back to work. my detective work. Uh-huh. I'm very good at this. I watch Dateline a lot. Mm-hmm. You've even got a great Keith Morrison impersonation. Toby Rowland. Mm-hmm is headed to Los Angeles to go shopping with his teenage daughter on Rodeo Drive. Something the boys would have never have asked to do, nor wanted to do, nor agreed to do. He's shopping on his vacation with the teenage daughter. That's my prediction. I don't think that Rodeo Drive is necessarily in their budget the way I... Do you see the things he's bought this uh, young lady? I... Taylor Swift tickets, Drake. Yeah, I do. I... Mm. I'm not saying they're buying anything. Well, it's not shopping if you're not buying anything. There's I hate just, to it. Perhaps through. just window uh, shopping. Perhaps she's got a budget of one item. One pair of $900 shorts, <laughs> whatever it may be, a $1,000 pair of shoes. Uh, well, we know he's not going to go into the Lululemon store if he has any choice about it because he there's not anything for him to wear. <laughs> <laughs> I'm laughing at this text. A lemon-filled donut sprinkled with Werther's original. There we go. <laughs> now, if I would have said that, then yes, label me old Werther's original. Thank you, Brooke. Lemon desserts are superior. <laughs> There's nothing old about a lemon-filled donut. Anyway, that's my guess. It's the best thing I can come up with. I'll keep thinking on it. I'll keep thinking on it. Now, this is typically the time we would bring you the daily draft. And Drake and I were supposed to do the daily draft. But I forgot to give... Drake, a daily draft topic last night. And then he had gone to bed early anyway. He had a a migraine, people. We cannot expect him to try to put together a daily draft list with a migraine. I mean, I would add two hours to work on. I think I could have figured it out. So, by the way, the daily draft brought to you by Carter Jennings. Great criminal defense attorney. Where was he yesterday? Some Cherokee something courthouse. Oak Mogie. Uh, Courthouse, hope things went well for him. If you need help, he is a great uh, criminal defense attorney. Visit his website, carterjenningslaw.com. Carter, we will get you a daily draft tomorrow. I wanted to give Drake a topic and give him time, and quite honestly, I forgot about it. So (laughs) until this morning. There's there's the the, the real reason. There's the real reason. So uh, I'll blame Drake for going to bed at uh, 9, 9.10 last night, 9.15, whatever you went to bed. Talk about an old man. Dude, it – uh, when you think that your head's about to split in two, I mean, it, there is not a time that is early enough to go to bed. <laughs> um, so tomorrow's topic, when the Daily Draft returns, brought to you by Carter Jennings, Carter Jennings Law. See, you, you're still getting your uh, read here, Carter. Um, I like the suggestion we got on Twitter last night of best sports logos. Mm-hmm. 
Is that one okay with you? Yeah. That Kobe's works. gonna be mad over that one. That one's actually one I when I when I saw it pop on Twitter, I was like, I'm pretty sure we haven't done that, and that's actually a really good one. Yeah, no, it's really good. I know that you guys have done best uniforms before. Yeah. I don't think we've done the logo. If we have, uh, much like me listening to Toby and what he says half the time, someone can remind me. But if we have, it's been so long ago, we can do it again. There have been redesigns, teams change names, um, perhaps tastes have changed. This one's a difficult one in this. I'll have the number one pick because I am the current champion, Drake. Right. Just because you're the guest doesn't mean I'm going to let you have the first pick. That's right. I would expect nothing less from you. There are some. And I expect the least from you. There are so. some iconic ones that I think are worthy of one. More than than one would be in the conversation. There's two that come to mind to but me. But people. They're very polarizing. That's what I'm saying. Would I not get the vote? Even though people know it's a great logo and a historic logo, just because they hate the team be it collegiate, pro-franchise, whatever, and not vote for me. That's what makes this difficult. Do I have to draft likable teams that are just kind of float in the middle that nobody really, it's not polarizing? That's a, it's, a, it's a difficult decision. So I've got I've to think on this for a little while. Okay. I've thought on it. I'm still going to take what I think is the number one pick, so. I I think that there's an obvious number one as far as what are. Huh. Uh, you think there's an obvious number one? Look, I, I'm making this rule too. Let me change something here. I'm going to make this rule to make it fair no. to both of us. No OU. OU okay. is not allowed in this because if we yep. put OU, if you drafted it, if you went first and drafted it or I did, yep. obviously that yep. it's going to take over the whole category. People mm -hmm. are going to vote for it. So OU is off the table. The interlocking O and U, the, the Sooner Schooner, however you want to label their logo. That's the thing too. Some people are – are we just going straight logo? Because some people have the logo they use for a uniform, but then they've got a team logo that's different. Um, or is it all-encompassing? I would – so – and this is team logos. Yes. So, like, if you were to, say, try to draft Nike, that is out. Nike is not draftable. Why would they be out? The swoosh wouldn't be allowed? Well, we're saying team logos. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. No, this isn't like uh, just brands of any right, kind. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Well, like, because either, if either... it's sports logos, then you're talking about the Nike swoosh. You're talking about the Jumpman logo, stuff like gotcha, that. So, gotcha, gotcha, yeah. Because those are ones that came to mind immediately for me, but it's like, okay, how vague are we being on this? But if we're saying team logos, then that's something that hmm. – it's much more specific. No, so. We'll see how it plays out. We'll see how it plays out. OU well, off the what board. You mean, what do you mean we'll see how it plays out? We need to make a ruling <laughs> on this right now. We're, so we're saying no OU. No OU. I, I wanted I, the, the one I'm thinking of, I want to say this is why it's making it difficult on me. Okay. But I can't because it would be my number one pick. I think that once you take one of the logos – for a team, so let's just say a random team that none of us would choose. Like we talked about UConn earlier with the Big Twelve. Sure. Let's say I picked or you picked the UConn Husky logo. Right. That takes out all of the UConn logos. Okay. Okay. That makes sense. Yep. That's how we'll work it. That's okay. how we'll work it. That is the daily draft. Carter Jennings Law brings it to you. Toby is dominating this year, although I am the current champion, and he has to live with that for the next seven days. Because I am 
the greatest of all time, at least for yesterday. So, been talking a lot about Big 12 Media Days. Brett, your mark also had some interesting things to say yesterday. Interesting may be the wrong word. Brett, your mark, as I mentioned earlier to me, is a sorry to the used car salesman out there. This is the stereotype you've been stuck with. He's a shady used car salesman selling a little snake oil. I wouldn't trust the guy at all. He's too perfectly groomed as well. The so he's flashy. I think that it was either Plank or Steely or Parker. I can't remember who it was yesterday. Said basically, he strikes me as a guy that, or it might have been Josh too. Strikes me as a guy that is looking for his next job. That's the way he strikes me. Is that he is looking to squeeze this Big Twelve Commissioner job for all it is to try to get. His next big He's jump. a quick hitter to make a jump. That's right. Yeah. No, I can see that. I can definitely see that. T-Row in the morning show. This hour brought to you by RK Black. TJ and Drake back after this. RK Black brings <laughs> you this hour of the T-Row in the morning show. Live from the Buffalo Wild Wings studios, it's Drake Dyke and TJ Perry. Turkey Bacon and McGriddle here with you today. RK Black, uh, they are your leading provider for technology solutions to help your medium small size business, whether you're in Oklahoma or Kansas, if you're listening on the KRF app, which you can listen to worldwide, baby. It's only $19.99 a month. It is not. It is, it's not? It's free. You get all of that entertainment and Sooner Sports uh, coverage for free? That's right. What for are we free. doing, Drake? That's right. Free, baby. Uh, they've been in business for over that 70 so years well now, since 1952. R.K. Black, give him a call, 405-943-9800 if it's my rkblack.com. See how it is. Thing. Hey, help make your business more efficient today. Uh, Kevin O'Meyer, Chevrolet, text line. We do need to get to the Big 12 uh, rankings. Yes. I did send you the wrong uh, list, by the way. Uh, I've got it pulled up here on the computer, so you'll be able to see it as we go, though. Yeah, this list is he's just ranking Yeah, he's just ranking him, doesn't have the job security. By the stuff. way, uh, Print Venables. <laughs> yeah. Which I don't know that I disagree with it, but so is he? Uh, is he uh, this list? What's what number is he on that one? Uh, currently ranked as the twelfth. Yep, that's best coach yep. in the Big Twelve. Okay, that's that. Uh, that tracks. It just doesn't have the numbers. Says on there, the so jury we'll... is out, and yeah. I, I agree with that. He's. It's got to be a big jump this year. Couple texts, and then we'll get to that full list here. Um, let's see. Uh. Come on, Drake. Morning, Drakey. Good <laughs> luck on the draft today. Can I have your cell phone? <laughs> oh, gosh. Uh, I have Toby's number and would like to have yours, too. I think we'd have fun hanging out. Also, do you think Secret Invasion... What do you think of Secret Invasion so far? Have a good day. Uh, What's Secret Invasion? Secret Invasion. It's the newest MCU show that they have on Disney+. Plus. Oh, you nerds. It is uh, heavy on some Samuel L. Jackson. You have a problem with Samuel L? I have a problem with superhero Samuel L. He's Jedi. He does not need to cross over into the superhero world. He needs to be on a plane with them snakes, okay? <laughs> not playing superhero. Or, or playing uh, next to uh, Travolta. That's right. Um, I agree on the last part, absolutely. Uh, Secret <laughs> Invasion, it's, it's entertaining, though, so far. 
So that's about all I can say. Maybe Toby went to Yellowstone. He's already gone to Yellowstone. Uh, maybe he is putting uh, what what taking him to the train stop. Is that is that the uh, Yellowstone? Thing? Yeah. Yeah, the train station. Train station. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I just finished. It's uh, I'm way behind on it. it. This is nothing new. In fact, season three is about to come out, and I just finished season two. But I was thoroughly surprised by Only Murders in the Building. Don't know why, because I love Steve Martin and Martin Short, and they're a great comic duo. You were surprised that it was entertaining? As, as entertaining as it was, yeah. You know, a show that I've watched, um, so I have it. I had a free Apple TV subscription, one of those things. Ooh, fancy. Um, I can't remember where I got it from, but uh, the show Shrinking with, we're both big I've fans heard, of Jason uh, I've Siegel. heard great things about it, yeah. Uh, Harrison Ford's in it as well. He's great. Uh it is very entertaining. Jason Siegel was uh, nominated for best comedy lead for well, an congratulations, Emmy. Jason. So, yeah, uh, I'm glad that he's finally. I was a also break nominated for an Emmy this year, but we won't talk about uh, yeah, that. Okay. Go ahead, yeah. read the text. Toby's won an Emmy before, a local yeah. Emmy. But uh, let's see. Just turning in, have you guys talked about the Kansas City Chiefs winning the best team last night at the ESPYS? The next text yes. also saying Kansas City Chiefs top team. Is a joke. OU is the best team. Never watch that show again. ESPN sucks. Well, okay. the SB stink. Let's be honest. The SB stink. I know Toby's like a big fan of it, and I don't know why he goes. I like to see the highlights and see, uh, go back and watch the teams and see who the best is. Well, we know who the best in each league is. They win the championship. Right. OU, yes. I'm not going to argue with any of you. OU softball was the best team in this sports calendar year. Hands down, better than the Denver Nuggets, better, better than the Kansas City Chiefs. They were a complete, dominant monster of a team. They just weren't going to win the fan vote. Locally, I bet they dominated. I bet if ESPN put out the SB voting, I bet probably even in the Big 12 area, OU probably dominated that voting. But it wasn't enough to overcome the NFL and the power of the NFL and the Kansas City Chiefs and what they are and their profile right now. I mean, that was easy to see Kansas City was going to win that one last night. Patrick took every other individual award. So, it's, yes, we can all know the truth, Yeah, but I understand the voting, too. And I don't know how it worked out in the past because you remember how dominant those UConn women's basketball teams were. I don't know. I, don't I would have to go back and look won. if they won best team or not. And that's it's a very similar like that is probably the best comparison to this OU softball yeah, team. Yeah, probably is. Because I think they won 3 or 4 straight and they won I think it ended up being 100 and like it, it 16 was a lot. straight games. It was games. a lot. Yeah. So it's just tough going with a smaller sport that is like women's softball. Going up against the NFL whenever you have fans voting on it. it. I mean... The sport has grown. You can blame ESPN all you want. It's really... It's the fans voting on yeah. it is who you need to be mad at. It's grown at a tremendous rate over the last it's five it, years especially. It, like everything else, though, is dwarfed by the NFL. It's dwarfed by it. Like, yeah. completely dwarfed by it. Like... That OU championship series and that run was pulling in what one point five, two point to two point five million per uh, game, which is really good. But then you look at the Kansas City Chiefs, just on a regular Sunday game, was pulling in you know thirty million mm-hmm. and a hundred plus million for the Super Bowl. Yeah. So I mean that's just hard to overcome. Yeah, it, it's very difficult. Um, let's see. Let's get to a couple more before we get to the coaches' rankings. 
Um, oh, you read the lemon-filled donut sprinkled with Werther's. <laughs> uh, Dot says, did you check your blood sugar after you ate that uh, <laughs> lemon-filled donut, no, old man? I'm very healthy. I don't have problems with uh, that. Butterscotch-filled donut served on a paper doily, followed by uh, a shot of my Lanta. Ooh, my Lanta. Uh, Drake, whenever you get a, uh, migraine, BC powder. What's BC powder? Do you know that? Uh, BC powder is a, and well, it's like an it. ibuprofen. It, okay. it comes in a, pa- it comes in a little packet, but it's powder. It's crushed. Yeah. yeah. I take usually Excedrin. That usually will knock things out. And it says Mountain Dew here. This was the problem is I got it in the afternoon and usually Excedrin would be what I would go to. And lots of caffeine is what helps me with my migraines. But because I had to get up before 5 o'clock this morning, I did not want to do anything to possibly keep me up. So, yeah, that's that was the move there. So, um, And last one, I think that there's one more logo we need to ban. The horns down cannot be picked up. Yeah, because that's well. not – I mean, that's what – Right. OU fans do. That's that, not their logo. That would be pandering, though. But to, neither of us are going yeah. to pick the Longhorn yeah, yeah, logo. Yeah. So, I, yeah. But the horn, specifically out. saying horns down. I yeah. Mean, that, no, we're not getting cute like that. We're going with the actual logo the way it is or the actual logos that the team actually uses. So, yeah. And not, neither of us are drafting. Well, that, and so. obviously, as we know, the Big 12 has the horns down ban. So we'll get penalized. Oh, yeah. We'd that. get penalized. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Coaches rankings. You ready for this? Yes. So these okay. are the coaches in the Big 12, according to, you said, Dennis Dodd, yes, that so, are on the hot seat. Well, and it kind of goes, the rankings, the scoring system goes 0 to 5, actually, not 1 to 5. 0 being untouchable, 5 being they're on their way out the door. So number 1, it's pretty obvious if you would have thought about it, TCU Sonny Dykes is number 1. He's rate, rated as a 0 untouchable. They just went to the national championship game sure. for the first time and. And team history. Team history. Yeah, uh, makes sense. Chris Kleiman, number two. He's ranked as untouchable untouchable as well. Just won the Big 12 uh, championship last year. Pretty much same thing. Mike Gundy. <laughs> it says, hot seat rating, two, all good for now. I think that that's kind of I, the perfect rating for him. I don't believe that's the case. He, I don't believe that he's untouchable. Okay. To the point that he's third in well, the Big 12. I think Mike Gundy could very well slip up and do something so stupid they have no choice yeah. but to get I rid of him. I wouldn't put him as third. So, yeah, I think that's a little high for Gundy. I do think that the, there's a timetable there. They'll eventually have to move on. And I don't know that that's too far away. They're, he had a big drop last year, yeah. and if he doesn't come back and rebound this year nicely, he's going to be – his seat's going to be extremely hot. Oh, yeah. He'll be so. swiftly swiftly uh, swept out the door. Uh, and the thing with him is he has been extremely apathetic to embrace NIL mm-hmm. or the transfer portal whatsoever. And that – th- even with Brent Venable's stance against NIL of it not ruling your entire culture of your program – OU is still doing what they have to do to be able to compete. Mm-hmm. Mike Gundy is not acting like he wants to even no, compete. No, and that was in, in he I even know. commented on that again yesterday. Or, or the transfer form. Uh Basically along the lines of, none of us understand it, so why even talk about it is kind of the answer he gave yesterday. 
So, like, he wants no part of it. Yeah. Lance Leopold is fourth, uh, rating of one, safe, secure. I mean, I he's the year safe. that they had last mm-hmm. year. Dave Aranda, safe and secure as well. Um, they had a bit of a down year last year compared to a couple years ago, but they lost a lot, uh, especially defensively, off of that team that won the Big 12 championship. Uh, this one I'm just not sure about. Gus Malzahn at six. Uh, they have him as safe and secure. I guess it's kind of wait and see for me on that. Um, yeah, Gus is along the lines of what I just said with Gundy. He can do something really stupid and be out the door pretty quick. So, yeah. or get Which caught. Which he on has something. a history of. That. Right, he gets so, caught on something pretty quick. So, <laughs> uh, Matt Campbell at seven at Iowa State says a rating of two. All good for now. Um, I think he's pretty safe. Yeah. I, their worry is he goes somewhere else. He goes to a bigger program. So I don't. But I think he's completely secure and safe with Iowa State if he wants to stay. Steve Sarkeesian at eight. They have him rated as two. All good for now. This no. is probably the one that false. I have the biggest beef. Yeah, with. that's false. Like he's got to be a three to where it's it's building a little bit. If he has where... a four or five loss season this year. Yeah, with that he, schedule. He's and, gone. Right. Like, they're not keeping him. Yeah. Even with the Arch Manning situation, I don't think they stay with him. No. So, I don't see how you can't because— This is a massive 10-win season year for him. Mm-hmm. He needs to reach 10 wins this year. And here's here's the quote that really bothers me, but uh, Dennis Dodd says, Everything is set up for Texas to win the Big 12 in 2023. I'm sure it is. It was set up in 22, 21, 20, mm-hmm. 19, 18, 17, 16. How far back do you want me to go, Drake? Uh, Let's go back to— The last time they well, won it? Let's just go back to, what, 96 was the first year of the Big 12? Let's go back to that. <laughs> That's, they're set up to win it every year and should be, mm-hmm. but they haven't. I don't care how they're set up. I don't care what the recruiting class was. They have been highly, highly unsuccessful in the last 15 years. Yeah. So. Nine, uh, Kalani Sataki um, with BYU. Yeah, I could tell you what his yeah. status is. Or Same thing. Uh, Joey McGuire is an interesting one ranked at 10. They had a, what, they won, they went seven and six last year or eight and five? Yeah, and they have a lot of momentum going into this year. Some people have them picked, uh, obviously, in the top four finishers in the Big 12. He's getting some national love. He's ended up uh, like latter half of top 25 countdowns in a couple of them that I've seen. So I think he's pretty secure. Uh, Dana Holgerson at 11 with Houston. Again, he's always on the hot hot seat. Uh, I was watching an interview with him yesterday um, with the the scrum, and he was talking to people and talking about how much he's matured and stuff. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm just laughing. I'm like, I'm sure you have. And here it is, number 12, Brent Venables, uh, rated a three, pressures mounting, um, 52nd ranked coach overall, according to CBS for the FBS schools. The argument can certainly be made that pressure is mounting, but if we're being reasonable, Brent Venables' tenure at Oklahoma is still in its infancy. If 2022 showed us anything, it's that the defense has a long way to go from where it needs to be, and even where Venables expects it to be, which I'm sure like where Brent expects it to be is even higher standard wise than where it needs to be. Mm-hmm. Um, they made a concerted effort this off season to add talent and that should be significantly better. The pieces are coming together, but the Sooners may still be a year or two away from being a national title contender. I, all those things. 
I don't disagree with, but the pressure is the pressure is mounting because you went six and seven last year. Right. People still believe in Brent and the direction of this team. They are, and this is the argument that I have against them giving this rating to Venables and saying that all good for now for Steve Sarkeesian. Well, I kind of feel like they are in the same situation with the way that their schedule lines up, the ex- exception being in the non-conference for Texas, them having Alabama on the schedule. Everything lines up for these two teams to be able to collide into the Big 12 title game. And whichever coach doesn't do that, and if they have fewer than 10 wins, then you're talking about some awkward conversations that are going to happen come into the season. Yeah, I think due to the due to the uh, national exposure of both of the programs, whoever the coach is at Texas or Oklahoma is under an extremely hot seat if you're reeling off seasons like Sarkeesian's had at Texas. Now, 8-5 and five was an improvement last year, but that's what I'm saying. He's got to make that jump to 10 wins. If he's 8-5 and five again, I don't even think— like I don't even know what the discussion would be. He has to go. If uh, here's the caveat: if Brent, I, if Brent's six and seven mm-hmm. or eight and five, and goes eight and five or six and seven uh, in that area over the next two years, mm-hmm. there's no discussion. He's got to go. The one caveat I would give to Sarkeesian, though, is if they go eight and five, nine and four, somewhere in there, they s- struggle to start the year. He brings in Arch Manning, and they just look like a different. And gives team you fools gold the, for the last yeah, five or six yeah. games. That's, maybe that's maybe. the caveat I give to that is maybe that gives him an extra. Year. But here's my way. thing: I think Arch Manning's going to be a bust. I, I don't think he's going to live up to the hype. I just don't see it happening. So. I could be completely wrong about that, and he becomes a Manning, and the Mannings that we've seen, and develop into this, uh, you know, Heisman Trophy contending guy. I don't think he is Eli or Peyton. I don't even know that he's Archie, so we'll see. But yeah, Brent, I can see being on the hot seat, but Sarkeesian is even more because there's more of a a timetable there with him. He's had. Several years of not succeeding at the level he needs to uh, succeed at there. So, isn't that fun? We just sit around and talk about coaches and whether we can fire them or not. We're way over. Drake, see what you did. Back after this. The Ref Radio Sports Network is powered statewide by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510. We are back, T-Row in the morning show. Hot seats. Hot seats, that's what we were talking about. Uh, This text has come in on the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. I know it's a bunch of ifs and buts. However, if the 22 team won against Baylor, West Virginia, and Tech, where would Brent be ranked on that scale? Uh, well, much less of a hot seat, and uh, you would uh, be a lot more comfortable in the direction you were going, and it's it's much more advanced than what it is right now. So, but if, they if, didn't win those games. Well, so. and, I mean, if you're at nine wins and you were on the verge of going and winning ten games last year with all the circumstances, I think that like 
you would be yeah it the circumstances would be far more different then they would have been still in the discussion late in the season to have a shot at the big 12 title game all of that so i mean it's a completely different conversation i mean what if nelson cruz would have caught that fly ball in the 2011 world series always always comes back to that it always will drake until i win one it always will come back to 2011 and play back with two outs okay don't worry don't get me started simeon and Corey Seager got you this year oh they do they do and I'm in love with Adolis Garcia, Jonah Himes, the greatest catcher in the world. <sighs> Jacob Degrom's going to come back early from his surgery and actually that's pitch not happening. in late September. That's, that's uh, of the list of things that could happen for the Rangers. Fine, this year, they're going to get Otani, and he's going to be there in September. That's definitely not happening either. Oh man, could you imagine the price that the Angels would make the Rangers pay in division? Be in division. Um, I don't want to think about it. I don't want to think about it. Uh, has Sean says has a five loss team in the previous year ever received this much preseason hype? Yes, their name is the University of Texas. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not a joke, Sean. We joke about it around here, and it's aggravating around here. But it is true. There was an infatuation with that program that they have never lived up to. Well, they've they- had short spurts in their history mm-hmm. that that fits. But outside of that, they are a average, normal program for the most part. Well, there was a team that had a tremendous amount of hype that had a worse record than uh, having five losses last year, and that was USC. So, yeah, I mean, th- these are the two darlings of college football when it comes to the national media and how it is that they perceive these programs. It's, it's obnoxious. It gets old, but you know what? It also creates great content to talk about, so... It does. I mean, it does. Uh, Monster truck guy, I'm not sure why you're sending in Adam Cole, baby. I, I know that's a – I know it's a pro wrestler, but I, I don't know why you're sending that in. <laughs> if there was something that we talked about that tied to that, I have no idea. Huh. Um, I'm not, not sure. Yeah, I'm not sure on that one. Um, does he have a great logo maybe? We should draft Adam Cole, baby's logo. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, Big 12 Media Days continues on today. Mike Gundy, the star of yesterday. Brent Venables will hit the podium today at 11.50 a.m. Hopefully that's running behind a little bit and we can bring it to you in full. Otherwise, uh, we'll bring up as much of it as you, as uh, we can. But uh, hopefully Brent and the players are able to stop by and see Parker this afternoon too and uh, visit with him for a while. Star-studded day. Matt Campbell, Chris Kleiman, Gus Malzahn, Joey McGuire. Joey McGuire, my vote for saying something outrageous today that uh, people run with. Chris Kleiman, definitely not in that category. Gus could be, I guess, but I'm going to go with Joey McGuire. We'll take a timeout. Crossover is next. We'll be joined by Chris Plank. Back after this. This hour of the T-Row in the Morning Show is brought to you by RK Black, a leading provider of office technology solutions for small and medium-sized businesses. Call 405-943-9800 or visit rkblack.com. It is time for The Crossover with Toby Rowland, TJ Perry, and Chris Plank. Brought to you by Orthostat. Injuries aren't convenient, but Orthostat is. Orthostat, convenient orthopedic care. Seven days a week, no appointment needed. Now, with the crossover, here's Toby Rowland, TJ Perry, and Chris Plank. 
And now, coming to the stage, your Big 12 Commissioner, Brett Yoma! I would picture him walking out to this with a little bit of a strut. Right. Moon walking out. Right. Preach. <laughs> little swagger to him. He's got a, he's got a concert coming, Plank. If you're in that title game with OU on the sideline, get out of the way. They've got a stage to build at <laughs> halftime. Boy, it really... By the way, TJ, I want to start this off by uh, openly apologizing to you. I'm very sorry for the end of my show yesterday. What happened at the end of your show? When you got the uh, phone call from the angry texter. Oh. <laughs> so, well, I probably didn't handle that in the most mature way that I oh, could I have. I didn't. But he immediately came at me, like, <laughs> snapping at me, and I'm like, hey, hold on here. So then he got mad at me, and then I tried to come back and, like, uh, then, uh, you know, give the proper answers, and he's like, no, 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 you already came at me. And I'm like, you came at me first. The funniest thing about the text line is how awesome it is, right? But whenever you look back at someone's history, and all they've consistently done is just taken shot after shot. They hate the show. They hate you. They hate the station. And then when you fire back, when you fire back at them, it's like, Oh, oh, you can't how, take it? How dare you? And then, you, but so I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I'm going to have You're a press right. conference this morning at 10 a.m. to announce my resignation. My apologies to that line. gentleman for me jumping at him. But uh, anyway, back to the point. I was surprised by how much it became open season on Oklahoma and Texas yesterday. And I, <laughs> I, hey, I, I hey, these guys recruiting <laughs> hasn't meant anything. Have they been Ooh. in a title game? <laughs> No. I mean, oh my gosh, dude. And let me tell you something. I found a piece of audio last night because, it, you know, I I tend to like Brett Yormark, right? I, and, and obviously, many would say, well, of course, you, you do Big 12 today and you get paid by X. But I, again, it's not a like I'm employed by the Big 12. It's Sirius XM, right? And then in that, they don't probably want me on the channel after OU moves to the SEC. Right, so, right. Right? Just to be very clear on this. So, yes. I like Brett Yormark. I think that what appears to be the vision for the Big 12 is solid, right? But this this whole – say one thing, right? It's like, hey, you know, we're going to – we're going to celebrate OU and Texas's responsibilities, but then act like, <laughs> oh, well, they haven't, like, really done anything. Whenever, you know, every single one of your celebrations – that you seven Heisman Trophy winners. Well, I think Oklahoma and Texas are responsible for six of the seven yes. that have won the Heisman Trophy right. in the in in the Big Twelve era. Um, oh gosh, you were talking about national championship game appearances, and you know, I'm just like, I, I get it, I understand it. Oklahoma's leaving, and we would have. To, I just didn't expect it to be so. And maybe I'm just getting what's getting aggregated, right? Maybe if you're down there, it's a different story and a different feel. And I've talked to a few people down there, and they, they tend to dis- disagree with that tag. It's like, no, no, no. It's it's very much, you know, a little bit of uh, trying to say, hey, look at you. We're going to be better off without you. Now you go either either chase the money or follow your rival or whatever way you want to look at it. That's the feel I got with some of his comments like, you're right. He would start out with the, oh, we're going to celebrate him this year. Right. But then with, like, it's a backhanded slap out of nowhere that it was like, <laughs> he honestly, he's trying, and I know he has to do this, he's honestly trying to sell the world, the four I bought in are better than the two that are leaving. And <laughs> everyone in the world knows it's just simply not true. Right. Just right. admit, like, 
look, we have to accept the fact that OU and Texas are leaving. We hate that. They've been highly successful for us. They are two of the top programs in the country. Their national exposure is through the roof. We've got to try to overcome that and be creative in different ways. And that's you can leave it at that, you know, and say, mm-hmm. I'm working on expansion. I'm working on, you know, I'm, I'm looking at signing long-term deals, with which he announced with Jerry World yesterday. And then he, he went on to talk about Kansas City. He feels is perfect for the Big 12 basketball tournament. He's working on a long-term deal. You can go into the things that you're looking to try to do. But don't play as if two scrub programs are leaving <laughs> and we brought in these four <laughs> mighty ones. This isn't, this isn't what the SEC is bringing in or what they even have brought in. Uh, in the previous expansion of the SEC, so I, I found, yeah, I, I was I felt okay. the same way as you did. I just yeah. I just sat back yesterday and and consumed as much as I consumed as much as I. Oh yeah, by the way, Travis even said uh, to to update me. Six of them and all of them are from uh, teams that six of the seven are all from teams that aren't even in the Big 12 anymore, and it was four for Oklahoma, one for Texas, and one for Nebraska in the Big oh, 12. Oh, I forgot era. about the Nebraska. One. Nebraska, right. one, yeah, yeah, me yeah. too. So I, I don't know, man. I just – and maybe there's a part of me that all of the feelers and, like, the sensories are up and looking for anything to get fired up about. <laughs> right. Me. Maybe that's the case. Maybe that's where I am right now. But, yeah, I'm, uh, I, was a, I was a little bit surprised. I just kind of thought that, you know, we got through a lot of that. But, TJ, I guess not. Guess not. No, no. And it'll continue on today, I'm sure. So uh, when uh, OU arrives and they're on the scene, so – yeah, yeah, we'll see absolutely. how it goes. It'll All right, man. Worse. Have fun out of Cavens. TG, have a great day. Great right, show appreciate this morning, you, man. guys. Uh, that is Chris Plank. He's coming up next. I appreciate all the text today. I am going to go file a complaint with the Lemonfield Donut Shop. Lags 32. I may head your way to your donut shop in Durant. You will make sure I have plenty of lemon filling in my donut. I might have a Werther's original now, too. I'm suddenly craving one. Appreciate Drake today. We'll do it again tomorrow. Have a great day, everybody. It's the Plank Show with Chris Plank and Josh Helmer. Weekdays from 9 a.m. till noon on your home for Sooner fans. The Ref Sports Radio Network. You're listening to the home of Sooner fans. KREF, Norman, Oklahoma. And streaming live on the KREF app.